rampage. Hmm. I mean, not bad, but in no way great, to be honest. First of all, we've got Cole, who is not very happy at the moment, and he's fighting Evil Uno. Why? I mean, there's bad blood between every faction in AEW. Cole is still over. Immediately kicks Evil Uno, Uno to the face. Uno returns the favour with one of his own. Then there's an Uno senton, which he misses and tastes nothing but knees. And there's the leg lariat for the pin from Cole. It was ultimately meh. In fact, if you look up the the word meh in the dictionary, there is a picture of this match and next to that, Powerhouse Hobbs, who I'll talk about in a bit. Cole then does a rambling promo, naming loads of people, you know, lots of people in Jungle Boy and lots of, you know, Bruno Sammartino and Luthers and Andre the Giant's cousin and Hornswoggle and Buddy Rogers. Well, maybe not them, but you know, it was so rambling. All he wanted to say really was, I will become the heavyweight champion in AEW. He probably will, because he's really popular, but I don't really care. Then we've got Jade Cargill, bigging up beating 20, 27 people. She's 27 and 0. Yeah, because those opponents have all been so difficult. I don't really care. She asks who's next, and I'm not really bothered. To be honest, it's not it's not great. Next we have Sammy Guevara versus Isaiah Cassidy. Now, this is for the TNT belt. And we used to have a thing in AEW called rankings. We haven't seen rankings for a while, have we? Because I'm asking whether Isaiah Cassidy is the number one contender for this belt. Where are the rankings? Remember then? Yeah, I'll say it again. Rankings. Having said that, this was actually all right because Cassidy is very good and Guevara is very good. The fast counters, Cassidy does match him quite a lot in this match. And although, of course, we know that that Guevara's on his own, really, because Jericho's on commentary, not at ringside for his mate. Elatron stands up to say, I'll help him. You are a long way away, mate, and you haven't really helped him so far. But, of course, the Hardy family offence, the terribly named Hardy family offence, we have to call HFO now, because uh, Hardy family offence sounds so terrible. Hardy's there from the Hardy family offence. Gives um, Guevara a side effect on the apron. His ribs are taped, not Hardy, Guevara. And Cassidy, of course, works on them. Hits a stomp, puts the pulls the head back with the knee in the small of the back and all that. Doesn't really work on them enough, it, it, it really. I don't think. There's a brutal knee from Guevara. It really rattles him. But he can't lift him for the go to for the GTH because his ribs are hurting. Andrade is out. Jericho says that if um, if Sammy Guevara loses because of Andrade's interference, he's not putting up with his shit. Well, actually, it might be good for you to get down there beforehand to make sure this shit doesn't happen. And anyway, I'm not putting up with this either. 
If it doesn't improve, I won't be watching it much longer. Now, it really isn't. It doesn't have any effect on the match. A bit like Andrade doesn't have any effect on most of AEW programming at the moment. There's a lovely Cassidy backbreaker and straight into a backstabber, which is great. And a fantastic tight moonsault on the outside. And then a cutter on the inside from Guevara for a long two. That's lovely. He guts it out to pick him up for the GTH and hits it. Cassidy is folded, folded up on the mat, you know, with his head on the mat and all of that. And he just pushes him for the pin. It was a good match. Andrade comes in, Darby comes out, there's a stare down, I don't care, Sammy's got two belts, why he's still got the interim belt, I do not know, I do not care, here's QT Marshall, talking about Hook, I do not care, he has something for him next week, somebody new, I'm not that interested, meh. Then we've got Statlander, talking to Tony Schiavone about Layla Hirsch, and she's changed, and here she is, to smack her with a chair. She then puts the chair in front of her face and gives her the knee. It really resounded because it was backstage. Well, it's a little bit more concrete Concrete, yes. Statlander had said she wanted to act her, to act like her to act like a professional, and she's acting like a professional wrestler. She's using what she can find. Good. Mercedes, Mercedes, uh, Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa. It's um, Martinez's AEW debut, and this should be good. Actually, it was. Great Thunder Rosa dropkick and punches immediately. A senton, a rather small spine buster from Martinez, then a Thunder Rosa reverse DDT, which is lovely. Martinez holds her up in the delayed vertical suplex for absolutely ages. Thunder Rosa hits a stunner. There's a Martinez avalanche Death Valley driver which she didn't really have complete control of. And Taz mentions the landing, which was not fantastic for Thunder Rosa. She's not injured or anything, though. Sort of an emerald flosion. Excalibur's good enough to say kind of was by Thunder Rosa. Martinez does the smart thing and rolls out the ring. Then she gets a pipe, hits her. There's a DQ. Disqualification in AEW. We never see this, Jericho says. Um, I'm, I'm not quite sure that's... I don't know if you've seen all the matches since the thing started. I mean, I mean, you can't be there for all of them, okay? But I don't... I, I think, actually, there have been... Anyway, never mind. Serena Deeb gets a promo, really bigs her up. She looks great. And then Baker gets in Martinez's face because they had an understanding to take Thunder Rosa out. Take her out, she says. Martinez says, where to? To a movie? To a nice pizza restaurant? Maybe to the park to talk about our favourite albums. She didn't say that, but that's, you know, she's got to take her out. Wink, wink. Yeah. And finally, Starks versus Lethal for the FTR Championship, which should be, or FTW Championship, that's right. FTR or somebody else. FTW Championship, which should be great. But it isn't. We get matched chanting to start with, and I'm thinking that the crowd are going to be into this. They lose interest in it. Yeah. It it doesn't have very many big spots, you see. One of the biggest spots early on is Starks teasing throwing Lethal into the crowd and then turning around and throwing him into the ring and then giving the crowd the bird. Taunting them. There's a nice belly-to-belly from Starks and then a headlock 
crowd are very silent. Starks hits a Liger bomb. Hobbs is up on the apron, drop kicked by Lethal. Then he dives outside and he's kind of swatted to one side by Hobbs. But because the camera doesn't get it all, it just looks like he misses completely and, and wipes out onto his face. Then Dante Martin's out to attack Hobbs and say, come on, Jay. Jay hits a, it's a cutter. And then the lethal injection is caught by Starks. He flips him over into the Rochambeau. That's the pin. That's a great move. But that's the only thing that was great about this match. I'm really sorry about that. But it is the only thing. This wasn't great. The Mercedes Martinez and Thunder Rosa match was a really good match. The Guevara and Isaiah Cassidy match was a good match. But there was something about it which just didn't gel with me, this programme. It just seemed, again, like Dynamite Beach Break. Very bitty. And I'm not interested in some of these angles. Plus, the Starks and Lethal match was such a disappointment. I'm really hoping AEW isn't sinking into some kind of morass. But I'm thinking it's a bit too carny and not enough wrestling at the moment. Ta-ta. Ta-ta.